0: Well, Kimberly, you look like a freaking elf this morning. Murgatroyd, how are you?
1: I'm good. How are you doing?
0: Why do you look like an elf? What the hell's going on with you?
1: I didn't, we didn't like-
0: You're out partying doing shots of collagen last night.
1: Shots of collagen, yes. We we just uh, had the biggest record bla- break. God, I can't
0: talk. Am I gonna have to start this again?
1: I mean, my, the biggest record breaking launch in history, it was- Freaking phenomenal! There's nothing like entering a new vertical.
0: That's what she said. (laughs) That's what she said. You're literally hung over from the world of collagen. So before we get into this thing, let's just let's let me let me give my wife a little plug. So the business she's in, as many of you know, and new listeners, she's in a business. Um the company is called Isagenix and they recently came out with a new product called collagen. Collagen isn't new to the world. Collagen has been around since <laughs> we have been primates. Um, but this particular collagen is a little bit different because it is marine based. So you're basically, you're eating a whale. Is
1: that right? No, is it- no, 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 no. Don't even start with that. So, yeah, we released a collagen elixir um, yesterday. Great anti-aging, marine-based collagen is most like human collagen. So, it... Helps with skin elasticity, all the things. So your your face doesn't, you know, slump down <laughs> as you get older. So
0: what's, if I do a shot of this, because it's basically like a vial, right? If I yeah. do a shot of this every morning for a month, what's going to happen to my body and face?
1: Your skin gets softer. Your hair, God help us all, might grow a little bit, maybe become healthier. Lashes, hair, skin, nails, um, dark circles, all that good stuff. Maybe you can do this instead of Botox. That's what I'm hoping.
0: Does it taste like fish water?
1: That was my biggest fear. So I got sent um, a early uh, shipment just to be like in a little test group. And I was terrified opening the first bottle because Sophia has a marine, like a um, omega-3 liquid that says strawberry flavor, but it's like greasy and definitely tastes like a fishy strawberry. So I was terrified. But no, it tastes like um you've had it. It tastes like, like I, I
0: feel like I feel like, when like you, fruit juice. I feel like when you open it up, there's gonna be like an octopus that comes out of it.
1: No, 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 no.
0: Or like it's gonna be salt water. No, it no? doesn't.
1: It, you tasted it. It tastes like uh fruit punch. It's All delicious right. and refreshing. And but what that's that's I mean the collagen itself is better than anything I've seen on the market. That's why I've never endorsed any other collagen. But what I love about this too is on the business side of it, it opens up an entire new vertical. So we have, I mean, people that don't necessarily want weight loss or exercise or- They don't want to deal with shakes or bars.
0: They're not into that. But they
1: can do this because it doesn't require lifestyle change. It's literally- if you can open a little cap, <laughs> you're done. You drink it. It's two ounces and it's over.
0: All right, beautiful. So I am gonna- Thanks for the plug. I, you are so- but Yeah,
1: but I've been, but basically I've been for the last 10 days working up towards this weekend and this launch and it's been a lot of effort. So I am a bit uh, collagen hungover.
0: All right, I am gonna begin this process of taking a shot, two shots of collagen, uh, this elixir, which yep. basically is a little glass uh, container. So We're you gonna
1: double dose for a so month. So you
0: don't get the bippas. what's it called? The BIPAs? <laughs> the bippas what do you call it
1: bpa the BPAs. The BPAs? Bipa.
0: yeah you don't want to get the bippa it's bad enough we got COVID out there let's avoid the bippas um and uh i'm starting when, when am i starting uh,
1: as soon as it arrives i just got a shipment notification so. can
0: people order like right now because i know yeah. you couldn't do it for like a month
1: yeah they can order they can just message me on instagram
0: all right so she is at kim murgatroyd if you want to do these, this collagen experiment. You think experiment, could come up
1: with like a better Instagram handle where they don't have to figure out how to spell Murgatroyd. They've
0: figured it out. The algorithm knows everything. But they, listen, this is not why we're here, right? The reason why we're here is there's two things I want to talk about with you. Actually, the second thing I want to talk, the, the thing that I told you we're going to talk about first, I think I'm going to put on hold for a second and we'll talk about that second. The first thing I want to talk about is what we talked about this morning. So... Let me set the stage for this conversation and we're not gonna go too deep on this, but I think it's worthy of a conversation. So as many of you who are listening know, Kim and I lived in Atlanta for 25 years. We took a bucket list trip and we went and spent the bulk of it in Florence, Italy. We fell in love with Italy, but I've always wanted to move to California. We're living in California now, super happy with um, weather, lifestyle, people, et cetera. And then COVID hits And there is this, you know, massive sort of like separation from each other in this town as there is in the world, right? We're all six feet apart wearing masks. It doesn't, it it doesn't. uh, It's
1: not, it's not California specific.
0: It's not, no, it's not California specific. Although it's world specific. It's
1: kind of worse here. Well,
0: right now, yeah, right now, like I was, I I mean, I do
1: have friends that are living a normal life.
0: Yeah, like I was looking at, it's funny you said that. I was looking at our friend in Atlanta, uh, Pietro. He <laughs> they was. They were
1: like in a restaurant. <laughs> not only in
0: a restaurant, like he he pointed this out. Look at this. And he said, this will make sense in a second. Like 1152 at night in Atlanta, where's everybody going? Like the streets are packed, yeah. right? People are in, the restaurants are packed. People in restaurants- and you know, so a lot of places are going but that's, on,
1: but that's not our. Um,
0: but that is not that's, our that's our, not our circumstances, life. right? So, yeah. so the the reason why I give you that backstory is because what we what we watched last night, and I, I strongly recommend either anybody who's been to Italy or wants to go to Italy or just wants to see a really great show on uh, the new Discovery Plus app. Uh, you know, Bobby Flay, the chef, and uh, Giada. De Laurentiis, the chef, they did a television show. It's a new one. It's called Bobby and Giada, right? And I think Bobby and
1: Giada go to Italy.
0: Which I think they're falling in love with each other, but that's a conversation for another day. I don't know if it's Italy or them, but I feel like there was mm, something. Something, uh, <laughs> uh, so, something scandalous. Something scandalous. So when you watch the show, there were a few things that stuck, that stuck in my mind. And the first one is, that, you know, there's a, there's like this little scene of like, you know, a, a butcher and a, a cheese guy, I don't know what the hell he did, but something like that, um, work, you know, on a block with each other. And then like, you know, the cheese guy walks into the butcher's store and it's a big hug, it's a big kiss, it's 20 minutes. and they're, Hey,
1: handsome man, how are you doing?
0: And they're both 80, you know, and they're talking about prosciutto, right? And they're going on and on and on. But
1: but it's more than that. He So this man, he's actually an artisan, uh, one of them. He makes these margaritas Oh, that's right. That's right. And Jada was coming with her mother to choose some to take home and doing a little, you know, a little piece on him. So he went next door to the, the butcher. Hey, you handsome man. They've known each other all their life. And he's like, so here's what I have. I have some very special people coming in and they love food. And he's explaining about what the day is gonna look like to ask his friend, the butcher, what do you think I should serve them? I want a really Roman meal. I want a really Roman snack. And the butcher's like, well, I think maybe some figgy, figs, which I love how they say figgy.
0: That's how you say figgy in Italian, figgy? Figgy. Figgy.
1: I love the figgy. Figgy, uh, figgy, and maybe some prosciutto and some pecorino, and they're just going back and forth talking about a menu. I don't know about you, but when I walk into Kroger and I go up to the to the meat counter, she's not conversing with me about the about what exactly is about to happen in my house. It's more like, "What do you want?" how much, get the hell out. And
0: By the way, East Coast people have uh, Kroger, West Coast have Ralph, same company.
1: Same company. So like, there is no, like, let me tell you about what's happening today and help help me unpack that. And you could say, okay, but this was for a TV show, except it was my experience. And so when we were in Florence, I would go to the market, to the Mercado, right? I'd go to the market and there was the meat guy, the butcher. Now I I have shitty Italian. I don't know what I'm asking for. And I definitely don't know how to order different cuts of meat in Italian effectively and with a line behind me. It's not good. It's not so good looking. You have to take a ticket. You got all these ladies that are like, they know what they want and they're here. And it's, there's a lot of pressure, but the, The butcher found, obviously, I was trying in Italian and he would help me and he would not just help me, but I would ask for something and he would say, well, let me share something with you. And he would come over to me and he'd give me whatever fresh cut of something and tell me about it and what to do with it. And like, he really wanted to help. And it was not one time, it was all the time. It was every time. And so I know that really exists. So when we watch shows like that, we crave being back in that environment. And sorry to hijack your little spiel, but that's it. So we're craving Italy is really what it, what's going down.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, look, so the point is, you know, I am deeply happy here in Southern California. We are deeply happy. Sophia is, you know, developing well, and I'm surfing and Kim has got great friends and the weather is great and it's everything we wanted. Kim has great friends. She does. Rob
1: doesn't have any friends. Actually, all of his friends left.
0: Every one of my (laughs) friends said, fuck this shit. I am out of here. And I am, I literally moved here and thought I would have 20 friends and they've completely all moved there by the way you could just walk on the heads of friends across Austin and walk all the way to Arizona. Uh, to Arizona <laughs> and you'll find you'll find all my friends but w- the reason why I brought this subject up is what I am what I am incredibly missing right now is deep human soulful connection and it's probably a bit of Covid, the world that we're in. Post-COVID syndrome. Post-COVID syndrome, probably a little bit of the state that we live in inside of the United States and how um, we are in terms of numbers and how people are interacting with each other because of it. And and probably politics plays a role, not probably, definitely politics plays a role. And so, you know, we're having this conversation this morning about, you know, look, you can't, you know it's difficult to find one location that is going to give you every single thing it's going to have perfect weather and perfect culture and perfect everything but you know when you are always looking to be be more soulful and more meaningful and 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 really have a deep fulfilling life you're always pushing the envelope of how do i make it better and, you know, so we had this interesting conversation about, you know, the pluses and minuses about what it would be like. And so, you know, there's no, there's, there's no plan to move. There's no, there, there's no major announcement. It's not, oh, California's out. None of that. It's more, I brought this up because I, I want, there's a lot of people who listen to this show who are in situations that they don't like and they tolerate it for very, very long. And we are always not from a place of unrest or from a place of dissatisfaction, but more from a place of, we love what we have, and if we were to tweak it and make it better, what would that look like? And so we're, we're trying on via conversation. Well, what would a day in Italy look like for us, you know, with Sophia at six years old? And what would a day look like? Because now you surf and you wouldn't be surfing and what would it be like there? And what, what would the possibility be like if we did, you know, 10 months a year in Italy and two months a year and we did our summers here and we're having those kinds of conversations. And I really wanna encourage people who are listening to do the same, to think, you know, if you're, if you're in, no knock to Michigan, but if you're in Michigan in the middle of the winter and you're like, I don't want to be here, it's dark, it's cold, it's rainy, this is not my thing, have a conversation with your spouse, significant other, or your friends, and say like, you know, I'm thinking about maybe doing something like this and just try it on conversationally.
1: I think our ultimate goal is to always be living red- better, right, what is it, Kaizen, right? Isn't Kaizen to keep trying to do better? and live better.
0: It's a, it not, that's not the, in, it, yes, and not yes the and no. The <laughs> intent of Kai, the Kaizen is always, always finding, it, it's actually constant and never-ending improvement. So it can right. be stretched, but it's it's more like, it's, it's more personal. like, it's more personal. Right,
1: but I do think that, that that is a personal thing though, because, you know, being here stretched you in surfing. It has stretched you in, uh, a lot of it stretched me. I mean, do you know how hard it is to make friends at forty years old? Like, like friendships already happened, right? That you got your high school friends, your college friends, your work friends. But like, when you work from home, do you know how hard it is to make friends? Like, that's a stretch. So, I think having these conversations and about improving your living environment and what that would look like, and and you know. <sighs> We have so many years on this planet in this lifetime, right? How do you want them to go down? Do you want them to continue the way they are? Do you want to keep living where you are? Do you want to keep working in the job you're working at? Do you want to keep having the same kind of day? Or do you crave something a little bit different? And for us, every time we watch Italy, we crave something different. It has been that way for as long as I've known you. When we, before we did the four months in Europe, we would sit there and watch all of the Italian shows. We would watch, what's it called? Not Locked Up Abroad, that's a different one, but um, House Hunters, House Hunters International. You could have
0: put me in prison in anyway. <laughs> You know,
1: right? We'd watch. So house- about it,
0: how do you think the food is there?
1: In prison, prison Italian food, amazing. prison Italia. Prison Italia is probably amazing food. But we would watch House Hunters International and we would watch all of these things. And then we slipped into the hole of talking about going to Italy for a long term and putting Sophia in school in Italy. And then began watching um, the one video we found of the international school. And like, listen- we're listening to the voice inside us that is nudging us and saying, "There's something there for you."
0: Now, here's where this gets confusing. Where it gets confusing is I feel the same way about California. I've always felt that way when yeah. I watch California on TV, which is what drew me here. And to this day, if I watch a you know sun-kissed California surfing commercial, I'm just as attractive. So this so is go So right, this is the, this is the stage in our life now where it gets really interesting. You know, you hear about like, you know, Elton John's got a place in Marbella and a place in New York and a place in Aspen. And, you know, because, because no one place has everything. And okay. So here's, okay. I'm around in the corner here for something many of our friends, and by the way, if you hear a little noise in the background, it is our six-year-old who is doing Saturday. We're, do, we're recording this on Saturday. She's doing Saturday Zoom school with uh, her old teacher in Atlanta for yeah. extra extra uh, reading lessons. So that's what that little noise is. Sorry. <laughs> um, you don't have
1: to apologize. I'm not apologizing. I'm,
0: I'm more explaining to use what Clinton said. So just like people who have... Uh, A lot of my friends right now will have multiple, multiple homes. They'll have a home in, um, you know, they'll have they'll, like uh, our, our friends, Chris and Lori, they just moved to Arizona, but they're going to do four months um, right. a year on the road. Our friend uh, Kayla and Chase, they have a summer home that is uh, on the lake. We have many, many friends who have a cabin, who have another home somewhere else. Why not just do a, it in another country? Our friends, Darren and Tony, they have a ski house. Why
1: not just do it in another country?
0: Why not do that in another country? So,
1: But di- but this is where it gets interesting, okay? This is where it gets interesting You can, this comes back to what we talk about all the time and where our life began on this journey. It comes back to lifestyle design. What do you want your days to look like? What do you want your months to look like? What do you want your year in totality to look like? We want, and so we're talking this morning about this conversation about Italy, like what would we do, you know, would we do 10 months in Italy, two months in California? How would that work out? And all of a sudden Rob looks at me and he goes, what about Mykonos? And by the way, I really understand these are first world problems, okay? Like this sounds so stupid that we're like... Contemplating all of these things, but no, it doesn't sound stupid. Well, it doesn't sound stupid. It's but actually it sounds- we're
0: living our life. I'm we're so tired of that. I know that bullshit know. belief of like, you know, we we have to, you know, dumb ourselves down. Like, I'm going to give an example. I had big. I had somebody reach out to me the other day. And they were saying something to the essence of, you are not. You don't even realize what's going on in the world. Like, I'm not a fucking idiot. I live in the world. I know what's going on. I just saw them storm the Capitol, just like you do. That does not mean that I need to live in fear like your fucking ass is.
1: Oh, that's violent. It, it pisses me well, off because
0: I don't want somebody's, somebody's, their own rules, their own beliefs, their yeah. own values about how they should be sheltering in place under a table, scared like a little fucking girl and nobody can talk about living a bigger life because you got the fucking weight of the world on your shoulders. That's your shit. That's not mine. Don't fucking email me with that shit.
1: Um, I think that your um, pent-up anger about the masks that you're not allowed to talk about just found a new venue. <laughs> okay. No, I just no, I don't wa- I don't
0: want to hear anybody tell me how I should be living in not fear living. or not talking about because the world is coming to an end. Well, guess what? Fucking this is going on since Genghis Khan two thousand years ago. People being invaded their country. This is this too shall pass. Trump is going to be gone. COVID is going to be gone. Masks are going to be gone. And so am I going to be gone. I am not going to not live my life because you're telling me that I should be a fucking little P word under the corner, oh my God. under the table, scared. Because because okay, of, this
1: just took a left. I'm just, this uh, just took a big left.
0: I'm just, I'm I'm pissed off at the whole <laughs> How world. How did
1: we go from Italy? Okay, pause, I'll tell pause you just pause. Yeah. No, you, I got to stop it. Because I literally just said, we are talking about how where are we going to include Mykonos and this just took a hard left. I'll tell you it, why it took a okay, hard left. Okay, but calm it down. Okay, I'll calm, calm down. It down. I'll calm
0: down. But I'll tell you why I took a hard left because you're like, I know these are first world problems. And well, I- they
1: are. But li- what I'm saying is, I know that there's someone right now who just lost their job going, this fucking bajoop is talking about uh, where I'm, oh God, uh, woe is me! I, I'm going to be in two countries, and how do I get my 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 dainty ass to Mykonos, Okay, like I'm just saying, I, I'm appreciating where some people are right now, and what I'm saying is, you have the opportunity to design your life too. And so, my point of even saying that is, if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably because you are interested in some sort of lifestyle lifestyle design freedom or whatever. And if right now your situation is not the way you want it to be, you have the opportunity to change that just like we did because we weren't in the position we are now. If I look back on my Facebook six years, five years, we were working... 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. six days a week. We were, were we were trying to build online businesses, but not doing it very well. We were we were struggling in where we were. We were living in a place we didn't want to be in. We weren't traveling as much as we wanted to, although we did make it a primary focus in our relationship and in our life to travel. So we did travel a lot of places, but we we went without in other areas so we could do that. So, the conversation we're having today is not the, is not as, um, it wasn't as feasible as it is today, as it was like in our life six years ago, is what I'm saying. Isn't that what I said? No. I'm kidding. You went on, oh God, Jesus, I can't with you. But so, my point is, this can be done. This whole, whatever your dream is and ours, it's going to be probably some version of, Living in Italy, living in California, dipping our toes in the Mediterranean with a quick flight from time to time and building a business that allows us to have freedom, that allows us to work when we want and how we want, that as long as we want. Like we are not living to save it all up someday for retirement so we can go to a cabin, you know, down the road. We are literally living our life today. We are not saving it up forever. Although we are saving money, we are not saving our, our life. Like I'm gonna do that when. I'm gonna do that when I retire. I'm gonna do that when I get that next job. I'm gonna, because the bar always shifts. The bar always changes. And if you don't do things now, then there's a good chance that your capital gets stormed and you get the COVID or whatever and you're not going to be able to do it. So take the opportunities you have today to have these conversations about up-leveling your life, changing your situation if that's what you want, and living a bigger life because you want to. And to Rob's point, getting really good at not caring when other people when you live a life bigger than they are comfortable with, because that's really what it comes down to. I've had people, family included, say to me, why do you need to go spend so much on this or so much on that? Don't you know? I mean, that, that story is the story of my life. I'm always being yelled at for something, but at some point you have to say, I am going to live my life the way I choose to live it. I'm going to give it the level I want. I'm going to connect at the level I want. I'm going to travel at the level I want. And it's probably going to be outside of the comfort zone and rules that someone else created for their own life. And when they get that angry, it's because or that, that, that they need to reach out to you to share with you their, their rule system, it's because they want something you have and they are pissed probably subconsciously that they're not willing to put the big boy panties on and make it happen.
0: I love that. Okay, so um, I'll leave you with this. One of the things that
1: covering a lot of topics today in this. No, podcast. that's good.
0: I mean, look, we're all in this fucking shit together, right? I mean, we're all dealing with it. So, you know, why not? Why not offer a different perspective? Maybe somebody will see something in this conversation. So one of the things that I do as a technique is when I'm feeling something like this, as many of you know, who are long-term listeners, listeners of the show, I do a process in the morning called morning pages where I journal the things that are on my mind. And this morning, what I did was after I watched that show, it was the, the Bobby and Giada show I was talking about last night, it really got me thinking. And so it started having me like ask questions. So I just, I'm not going to go through all of them, but I have the, my notes in front of me this morning. And like I wrote down, should we live in Rome or should we live in Florence? How would Sophia adjust to new friends? How would it feel me leaving this great weather that I love, you know, for this often uh, this time of year, it feels really permanent to me. So I just, these were thoughts and questions and statements that I'm looping in my head that I needed to get on paper. And then I was able to come to Kim this morning, you know, over some coffee and say, okay, I just want to kind of go through some of these thoughts in my head. And then we had a really meaningful conversation about, you know, uh, some of, some of the things were, well, you know, you got a, a couple of years before we could do anything anyway. Uh, here's how we could mitigate you feeling like this is permanent. We can come back and, you know, spend summers here. And we were able to like have a broader conversation. So if you're in a place now and I know because I get the messages and the DMs from people who they slide into they your DM. slide right into my DM. That's what she um, said. Took me fifty almost five years to get somebody to slide into my DM, but now man, it feels good. Um, uh, and if you're <laughs> if you're in that place, and I
1: love that you probably don't know the actual definition of slide into the DM, and it probably is like it's like Netflix and chill.
0: Is there more of a definition? I think there? so.
1: I don't think it's. Actually I think you're making some, this up. I don't think. I think it's actually bigger than. Um, That's what she said. Netflix. And On show.
0: that note, we are going to say goodbye, au revoir, uh, or uh, uh, arrivederci, as they say. Go ahead. You got. You got something you want to okay. do?
1: Okay. In recent years, the DM slide has become the new online dating message. To slide into the DM is slang for sending someone a direct message with romantic intentions in mind.
0: Oh, my God. I got a lot of relationships out there right now.
1: You know, uh, you're seeing a lot of people in the DMs? I'm just
0: saying if that's the definition, I've been sliding into a lot of people's DMs.
1: Oh, my God. You're you're such a DM. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's it, everybody. This was an absolute shit show of a show, but it was real. It's what we had. Hopefully this will stimulate some conversation for you guys. Let us know what you thought of the show and what's going on in your life in this area. I'd love to hear from you. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game